Dr. Carl is in fact who we're talking about this morning because Dr. Carl is on the air with us right now. We need to clarify whether if you rubbed garlic on your feet, you could taste it in your mouth one half hour later, Dave. Okay, uh, Dr. Carl, good morning to you. Good morning. Now tell us, is it true? Can you taste garlic in your mouth a half an hour later? I don't know because I haven't done the experiment myself. I reckon that it's not impossible uh, for various reasons. Mm. Reason number one, the skin, which weighs 16% of your body weight, is like a spacesuit, and it keeps the dry outside out, and the key, although sometimes it's a bit moist over that part of the world, and it keeps the wet inside in. Mm. But things can go across. You've heard of those nicotine patches? Yes. Yeah, so they can go across the skin and into the bloodstream and into the brain where they work. So to some degree, the skin is permeable, but still here on point number one, people's feet can range from sort of regular to really hard and callous, like they've been walking out on rocks all their lives and fishing and stuff. And so if you were to put a bit of uh, garlic on the hard calloused patch, it might not go across. But you may be the soft part of the insect or the uh, instep or the upper foot. You definitely have whatever chemicals are in garlic would go across. Okay, uh, first thing. So okay, that's the first thing. Yeah. So we're yeah. creatures of osmosis, basically. Oh, God, yes. This leads us to the second point. Now, you've got water in your body, you know, maybe 40, 50 kilograms, and you've got various membranes, blood vessels and cells. How much water do you think crosses your membranes in a 24-hour day? Oh, in a 24-hour day, pick, pick a number. Let's say you know, got, 50 litres. Okay, 40,000. <laughs> oh, oh we're close, we're close. <laughs> wow. If you're an astronomer, you'd be close within three orders of magnitude. Astronomers are like that. You're cool, right? But astronomers also only have three elements in a periodic table, which are hydrogen, helium, and everything else which they call metals. So getting back to you, you've got this incredible maelstrom of stuff happening in your body. Right? Now, thirdly, the active, uh, even though on the outside you just look like you're a wonderful person. Mm. Um, so uh, thirdly, the active chemical in, alic- in uh, garlic, there's a whole bunch of them, but one of them is called allicin P. propanol. But there are active chemicals that give the garlic taste. And then the last thing, fourth thing, is that you have taste buds in your mouth and you have uh, smell receptors in your nose. So here it is. So the, you, you're touching the garlic, and it may, this may be true or may not be true, I don't know, but here's a mechanism by which it might happen. The garlic chemicals, the active chemicals, so you can't just sort of get a bulb of garlic and wave it past your foot. You've got to rub it in a bit, you know, get yeah. a bit of good, yeah. good piece of skin contact. So the garlic chemicals, the allicin, A-L-L-I-C-I-N from memory, they cross the skin, they go into the bloodstream, they travel rapidly through your whole body. Once they cross the skin, 11 seconds later, they have reached your entire body from the brain to the spleen to the liver. And the inside of your mouth is wet. Your your mouth makes saliva. It makes one and a half litres of saliva a day to help wash down the food. You're always doing it, more in the daytime, less at night, and it makes it from the blood. Wow. It it purifies the blood. And so some of the chemicals, maybe, maybe that allicin chemical comes across into your mouth and suddenly you think, Hello, I'm tasting so a tiny, weak form of garlic, maybe. I thought it might have been one of those placebo effects. You know how you think, yeah. because we talk about it and we're doing it on our feet, we're like, oh, mm, maybe that is a taste of garlic, but it's last night's garlic prawns that we had or something, you know? <laughs> oh, well, the placebo effect is very powerful. Do you have uh, time to talk about it? Or is yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. We're stopping everything okay. for this. Yeah, yeah so... so um, uh, I'm doing the midnight to dawn shift as a junior doctor in emergency in the western suburbs of Sydney. 
And in comes this patient limping, and I know him because I dealt with him about a day and a half earlier. He's got kidney stones. His name's John. Uh, he's limping really badly. He's lined up for surgery. He's just got to wait until we can do it. It's a terrible thing. We can't make him bump him up the queue. The stones are hurting like crazy. When I had him a few days earlier, I gave him some opiates, and then it fixed up the pain, and he went home. And here he is at 1 o'clock in the morning. So he's coming in uh, at one o'clock in the morning. I said, John, is it that thing again? He says, oh, mate, the pain's so bad, Carl. I said, okay, come in. So we, we take him straight in, do the paperwork very, very quickly, jump him onto a bed. I stab him. I get access to an artery, right, to mm. a vein. Mm. And uh, the nurse comes and whispers in my ear, hey, Carl, we've run out of pethidine. But I found some down in Ward 25. I did a ring around. Uh, I'll be back in about uh, three minutes, if, if that's okay. And I said, thank you very much, nurse. That's a very wonderful thing. Thank you. So here I am with a patient, and he's just in pain like crazy. And then suddenly I remember reading about the placebo effect. So I lied to him, kind of. <laughs> and I led him to believe, without saying it, yeah. that I was going to give him some pethidine. And so I said, oh, okay, John, here we go. And I did, oh, here we go, here we go. And with a lot of ceremony, yeah. like acupuncture, I squirted in salt water. Just plain salt water, you know, saline. And the pain fell off his face. His heart rate went from about 150, 140, down to about 70 or 80. Uh, and he's just lying back going, oh, that's so much better. The nurse turns up. And I said, okay, look, I'll just finish off. So I haven't told him the truth, but I haven't lied outright. But I've led him to believe. I've yeah. led him to believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and the reason I did it was for his benefit, not for me. I wanted his life to be better. So I give him his first dose of pethidine. His body behaves like it's his second dose, and the bugger tries to drop down on me. His heart rate then goes from 60, 70, 80 down to about 60, 50, 40, 35. Oh, no. So the placebo effect is quite... It's, it's, it's a real thing. It's a very real yeah, so, thing. So, 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 yeah, so I had uh, the Narcan ready to, to block it and bring him back to life. We always do that sort of stuff. Um, and then he, his heart rate comes up to about 42, 43, and he's lying, he's snoring gently. It's half past one in the morning. What am I going to do? Am I going to give him some Narcan and then wake him up and send him home in pain? So we didn't do that. We just towed him around on a trolley behind us all morning. <laughs> and we said to his patient, oh, we've just got this guy we've got to keep an eye on. You're the doctor I want. <laughs> this is the doc. This is why we get Dr. Carl on the show to answer those questions for us, folks. There Look, we go. Uh, he's got a brand new readout as well, which is fantastic. The Book of Climate oh, Change Science. Dr. Carl, mate, thank you so You've much. You're be a regular on the show. I love you, Dr. Carl. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dr. Luke, Dr. Luke. Dr. Carl, he's so good. Hey? I can't wait to try KFC on the bottom of the feet and then 30 minutes later. You don't have to put it in your mouth. You might lose weight that way. I love that. Jay and I for breakfast here at Triple M.